3: the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply what's trending all right let's check in on the hot topics trending, 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 trending. Trending. number one on what's
4: trending it'll be good to have royals baseball back on the air this afternoon two hours from now spring training game number one royals taking on the texas rangers daniel lynch scheduled to start but again like That just means, like, one inning. But he is scheduled to start for the Royals. We'll talk more about that. Josh Vernier, our Royals insider, he's joining me in studio for the next two hours. One minor move made. The Royals made that official this morning, initially reported uh, by Annie Rogers, though, with some details on Austin Nola, the veteran catcher, signing a one-year contract. It is a major league deal. Nola does have some options, and I'll ask Vern his thoughts on on what maybe that move means, if anything. Next up on what's trending, local college basketball, all three schools in action. KU hosting the Texas Longhorns at Allen Fieldhouse at 5 o'clock. Also, Missouri basketball in action as their rough year continues. Unfortunately, they will be on the road at Arkansas noon tip-off, and then Kansas State hoops also in action as the regular season for conference play starts to wind down a little bit, they host BYU. And lastly, on what's trending, Derek Carr, who uh, certainly didn't live up to the expectations the Saints thought they were going to get from him, trying to work out some more room cap-wise for a- an organization that's been in a bit of trouble there. They have found around $23 million in salary cap relief. According to Adam Schefter, uh, they have reworked that deal. So remember, they're adding on an extra year there, but he was due $30 million in base salary for this season. They convert a large portion of that, and the Saints trying to free up roughly $80 million via multiple restructures that's what's trending here on Cody and Gold Alex Gold Drew Nixon with you thanks again to Pete Sweeney for joining us and in studio for the next two hours we got Josh Vernier our Royals inside I don't know if you and I we've had you in studio for an hour before I don't know if you and I have just kind of co-hosted for two hours because we'll I don't think so we'll talk a lot of Royals but we'll talk some Chiefs and whatever nipples and all kinds of things you know good that's why I showed up was the (laughs) I didn't know if we scared you off yeah
1: no no as uh I I confided you confided in you during the break right. to let you know that I do have a uh, unique yeah. nipples. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're on video
4: too, Vern. So, I mean, feel free. Uh, feel no, free. No one
1: wants to see feel that. Feel free to let they everybody. They don't even want to see the face, let alone <laughs> the nipples.
4: <laughs> so we are, we are on video as well. I, I have to ask you got the, the Michigan gear. Obviously I, I know you're a big Michigan fan. Drew was wearing Michigan gear yesterday. Uh, I was decked out. Go blue. Uh, the basketball program though. Rough. My goodness. Rough. How- is he done after Rough. this year? Jawan oh. Howard or.
1: I don't follow the banter yeah. among fans and the athletic department enough to say something like that. Uh, but Jawan Howard, mm-hmm. I feel the same way about him as I did with Jim Harbaugh. I just want it to work so bad because the story's so beautiful that I'm willing to stick it out with Jawan just like I was with Jim.
4: Okay. That's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, now Harbaugh I, I think for for Harbaugh and the Chargers uh fit in the AFC West that, that was the perfect fit based off of what he wants to be able to do and control. And he typically has success. I just want to know. Five years from now, I asked Pete. I'm like, he's he may not be the head coach in LA in five years, only because seemingly he always has some controversy around him when it's over. Do you, as a Michigan fan, real quick, when he got you a national championship, but so maybe you don't care, just he's leaving you guys with maybe uh, potential issues down the road?
1: No, no, because those issues are. I thought already addressed by their self-imposed three game suspension last season. Yes. He won the title. So of course you're going to give him a free pass on on most things. Uh, It still hurts just because it was such a perfect story. The quarterback coming home. I wanted him to retire the Michigan football coach, but I understand uh, he checked that box and now it's on to win a super bowl. Possibly. Not likely.
4: Yeah, yeah, you got you guys in Natty though. Uh, I'm excited though, as I said, Royals baseball back on the air here on six ten. You started hot stove last night. Every Thursday night, right? It's going to be good to hear you again every week here, and soon to be every night, just about once baseball season uh, gets underway. I, the question that we've got a lot of recently is, hey, have you guys have you guys looked at April? Have you guys looked at the start of the season? How brutal the schedule is. We know this has not been a franchise that has gotten off to good starts in April. How how important is that? Even more than maybe in the past based off of all the moves they made based off of the sentiment that's been around this organization for the last seven plus years.
1: That was really the theme of last night's uh, debut edition of Vern's hot stove is not so much the importance of April because of course it's important, especially in Kansas city, because so often this fan base has seen the season implode before May arrives. So it's always important coming off the heels of another Super Bowl championship. Yeah, look, the NFL doesn't relinquish much when it comes to the entertainment landscape of for, for, for sports fans. So the Royals need to do something to, to, to grab that attention. So certainly April is important. Um, what I'm interested in is, you know, I, I talked with Drew Waters last night and he says, you know, we're all excited after the lessons that we learned last year. We're zero and zero. We can't wait to attack the season, blah, blah, blah. I want to know what they do when they're 0-2 mm. or 1-4 uh, because that's, in my opinion, at the crux of the issue for this team this season, just like it was last year and the year before, that feeling of we don't have enough pitching so now Bobby or Singer or Vinny and Salvi, they start to press in April, things go south and all of a sudden you're out of it by mid-May. Drew Waters, Michael Massey, MJ Melendez, Cole Reagans, all of the young players that we still have questions about. Um, how do they handle being one and four? Waters is telling me last night, you know, I've—I I, we all learned last year we don't need to do too much. Early on in the season last year, we're all trying to prove that we belong. We're trying to stay in the big leagues. And once we got comfortable... Once we knew we belonged, that's when you saw us play our best baseball in, in August and September. So I asked him, that's all great. How do we skip that first step this season? How, when you're one and four, uh, two and eight, how do you avoid pressing? Does Bobby's try to play the superhero? Does Salvi, does Reagan's, does Singer, or do they just do what they're asked to do? Pass the baton, trust the guy behind them. That's the hope. But there are a lot of young players on this team, Gold. You need Garcia, Bobby, MJ, Vinny, Freddie Fermin, Kyle Isbell, uh, Michael Massey. You need all of those guys, Drew Waters, to not do too much. So when you're one and four, if that happens, because again, you you start off with Minnesota and then Baltimore. I think six of your first eight series are against um, 10 of your first 12 series are against teams that were in the postseason last year. Um, when that rough patch comes in the first two months of the season, are all those young bats and young arms able to take a deep breath and remember the lessons from 2023
4: last year? We know the organization consistently said it was an evaluation year. Obviously can't go through that again. Their, their moves this offseason said they're not, that's not obviously something they're willing to, to accept again. But what you were just saying with so many young pieces, can't you argue though? Well, fans shouldn't judge them in this way, but, there's still plenty of evaluating to be done, right? I mean, how, how many players do you look at and say, oh, I Bobby Witt, of course, is first and foremost, but how many players do you say, oh, I, I know what I'm getting? There's still questions with a lot of these guys, even though I'm, I'm optimistic.
1: Outside of Bobby, I think you, Bobby, Waka, maybe a Will Smith. Um, that's really it. Everyone else, to me, is a different-sized question mark. I went over this last night. Okay. Um, For as much as we want to beat up this division and, uh, you know, uh, what the Royals are saying right now, if we believe we have a real chance, that's what they're saying in Detroit. You can listen to A.J. Hinch and his players. That's what Pedro Gafal's saying in Arizona right now with the White Sox. Everybody in this division believes they have a chance to win it. And and that's fine. But you still have to play other teams, right? You're going to face every other team in Major League Baseball. And for the Royals, uh, Texas and Houston and Baltimore and Milwaukee and Minnesota and other playoff teams, you're going to face them in the first five weeks of the season. So I look at starting lineup, bullpen, rotation. When we're getting ready for those series, how do the Royals line up? What can they match? Well, for the first time in our life, I think the Royals can now match superstar for superstar. Superstar. Uh, and no longer is it, well, they have Adley Rutschman, they have Mike Trout, they have Shohei Otani, and we have a collection of good players. No, n- now you have Bobby. So, okay, we can go mono-e mono superstar for superstar. What else? You know, and, and, and that's what brings us to the X, Y, and Z of the season. Cole Reagans has a chance to match your Corbin Burns or, or match your Pablo Lopez. You have a chance that he could be mano we mono, ace for ace. I think if Brady singer can meet or exceed expectations, you have a chance to match other teams as far as the depth of your rotation or the quality of your rotation. If you get the good singer that many people were hoping for going into last year, that singer with a good Reagan's a solid walk and a good Lugo, man, that's very 2013 esque where your rotation gave you a chance. Every time they took the ball, they're giving you five innings and a chance to win. So, so Reagan, Singer, and then MJ Melendez. Melendez, to me, can make this lineup about six deep. And if you could trot out a lineup six deep of guys that can beat you, you can go mano mono mano with most offenses in the American League. So, so when I look at expectations, when I talk about this early season, uh, yeah, yeah, there are a lot of questions. Um, but Reagan, Singer, and Melendez, to me, th- those are the three guys that can make all Royals fans have some confidence when you're going into Baltimore, Toronto, New York, because then you can go mano y mano with the best in the American league.
4: I would guess then when I ask you, what does a 70 win season look like? And what does an 80 plus win season and really in the hunt for the AL central look like, I I would, I would guess it's kind of somewhat what you're saying. Some of those individuals does Reagan's turn out to, to be anywhere near what he was in the back half of last season? Does Vinny Pasquantino make it through 140 plus games this year? Is, is that kind of the difference of them? Duh, improving from 56 and, and getting to 70 plus, but how, how do they actually get to where you, you're starting to really get excited right. and we're in August and this team
1: is, is actually in the mix. Health is of course, number one, you know, that if they can stay healthy, Then, yeah, again, I'm going to go back to the X, Y, and Z. If X, Y, and Z meet or exceed expectations, the Royals will compete, should compete. And I'll go one by one. If one of those three, Reagan, Singer, Melendez, if one of them meet or exceed expectations, I think you're a 70-win team. Two of them, I think you're around a 500 team. If all three of them meet or exceed expectations, I, I think in August, in early September, uh, you and Cody are still looking at the standings and how nice would that be? Uh, now, again, th- that's also my assumption that Walker's going to be who he's been for a majority of his career. Um, that's under the assumption that last year was real Seth Lugo. That's under the assumption that the bullpen is as improved as it appears on paper. That's also with the assumption that Bobby's a superstar. Vinny's about a 300 hitter. Uh, you know, Salvi's running into 25 and and Hunter Renfro's running into 25. Um, So yes, there's a lot of assuming, but at least the names that we're talking about the X, Y, and Z it's guys that have done it before. I've seen Brady singer really good. I've seen Cole Reagan's great. I've seen MJ Melendez really good. Uh, Most times over the past half decade, when I'm talking X, Y, and Z, it's, you know, Jackson Kowar, it's Chris Bubich. It's Daniel Lynch. It's, guys that haven't earned that type of pressure going into this season, Reagan's Melendez and singer have earned it. And I think that's a reflection of why so many fans are excited.
4: Vern hanging out with us in the studio, talking some Royals baseball We'll also get to some chiefs football too, but today and now official, it was initially reported last night, but uh, Austin Nola signs veteran catcher, major league deal does have options. What do you think that is? Is it just hey, it's early in spring training. Let's just see how this plays out, injury insurance and all that, or, does this tell us something Something else? How do you read into it?
1: Only had two catchers on the 40-man roster. You have to carry three because just injury-wise. Um, yeah, I, I think Nola ends up down in Omaha. Freddie Fermin uh, is playing a lot. Freddie earned it. You look at what he did after the All-Star break, uh, made 30 starts and OPS near 800. Uh, Salvi's not catching 100 games anymore, hasn't done that in years, won't ever do that again. Uh, Salvi's focus right now is, of course, winning. Uh, everyone knows that. We, we know about the work that he puts in. We know it's team first. But Salvi also has another motivating factor, and that is, of course, making it to Cooperstown, uh, fulfilling the dream that him and Pedro Grafal have had for years. Um, being a baseball Hall of Famer, the only way he's going to do that is by putting up big offensive numbers for the next five seasons. I think the only way he does that is if he plays even less catcher, more first base, more DH, and I think that's coming down the pike this season. Furthermore, Salvi gets some sort of weird injury twice a year, seemingly every year uh, since he, you know, tripped over that suitcase before opening <laughs> right, day right. Uh, almost a decade ago. That so, ten years ago oh <laughs> feels like it. Everything feels yeah, like you know, good yeah. baseball feels like uh, it was about ten years ago. That's fair. So I, so I think he's insurance uh, when and if Selby goes down. And whenever Selby does go down, don't worry about it because when he returns, he's normally better than ever.
4: What uh, the health you were just mentioning to me, right, as we Mm -hmm. were hopping on the air. Uh, Health-wise, this team, good shape so far. It's very early, but there's some news
1: maybe on Carlos Hernandez. Yeah, Annie Rogers of MLB.com doing a great job is always uh, out in surprise. She tweets out that Carlos Hernandez is dealing with Shoulder soreness, according to J.J. Piccolo. Um, She writes, Hernandez hasn't thrown off a mound in two weeks, but he's close to his first bullpen and should be able to get six, seven live outings before the season. Not as concerning if he breaks camp as a one-inning guy, which uh, is his role. But, uh, and you mentioned this during the break, and we're kind of alluding to it uh, a moment ago. The guys that you're relying on this year Mm -hmm. earned it. Will Smith and Chris Stratton and John Schreiber and... um, James MacArthur. Hey, I hope Carlos Hernandez pitches well, but it's not one of those situations that you and I and Cody have been talking about for years where man, if Daniel Lynch and <laughs> Carlos Hernandez can click and if Edelbert Tomadas, he can stay healthy. This is the year. Those guys didn't earn that pressure. Uh, the guys in the bullpen right now that are going to start the season at the back end. Those guys have earned that pressure. They've, they've won. They've thrived under that pressure. Another reason why you should be excited because that, that bullpen, um, if singer struggles early, if Cole Reagan's, isn't that ace early, uh, you can build their confidence. You can pull them after five because you now have arms or you hope to have arms that you can bank on. But like you're saying, we're, we're still five weeks away from opening day, a, l- a long way to go, a long way to stay healthy.
4: Fifth starter. I mean, it, what you're saying about, you know, guys that were forced to, to do things essentially because of where the rest of the roster was at Fifth starter this year maybe it is going to be Jordan Lyles based on finances and all that, but it's not like last year where it's like, well, we know for sure he's going to be your fourth or fifth starter. How do you see that playing out? What what do you think the fifth starter spot is going to look like?
1: This is how a fifth starter is supposed to be treated in spring. It should be up in the air. I would say that the number five spot is up in the air in 28 of 30 big league camps right now. Um, you just mentioned injury. I think injury going to say a lot. You know, If Daniel Lynch is mowing them down all spring and the Royals stay healthy and maybe one of those young arms, the Chandler Champlain or the Mason Barnett start to flash and you think, hey, they might be able to contribute at some point this season. Uh, it, injury happens elsewhere in the Cactus League. Got another team in the Grapefruit League. And, you know, they're desperate for innings. All of a sudden they call for Jordan Lyles. Maybe you dump that salary. Just get rid of them. Um, so I, I I think injury, um, I think injury is going to play a big factor into that number five spot. To be quite honest with you,
4: the uniform controversy, man. Everybody's talking about Rough. these. What the heck is going on? So they so it's N, it's Nike uniforms, yeah. but Fanatics is like producing them. Is right. that my understanding? Right and. They were already complaining about him, the, the the numbers maybe and lettering being cheap, and now the new thing—all these photos of players, yeah, see through man. There's there's you a, see Scott Barlow's crotch, yeah, yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and then that Mets player, <laughs> Mets or Giants with a gi- Giants, yeah. He was smuggling grapes. <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean, clear as oh my god, I, mean, I couldn't. I thought that
1: was superimposed. <laughs> no, or... what? Some other outlet did
4: a story on it, and they actually put they blurred it out. That's how yeah. obvious it was. One, it's just absolutely absurd for embarrassing for baseball. Oh man, and but for like, that
1: guy. <laughs> yeah, like, this is getting fixed though. Right? I don't know who that was. All I know oh. is you're the balls guy now. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Like that has to get fixed, right? <laughs> you, <laughs> you would think so. I don't know. They they, they got five weeks. taking pictures of Shohei Otani's with see through yeah, pants. Yeah. I mean, he's the most marketable player you've ever had, and you're gonna trot him out in that. Uh, listen, I, I saw the Royals jerseys yesterday. The lettering didn't look. No, uh, bad. It 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 it, <laughs> it wasn't as off putting as others that I've seen. Honestly, a lot of the other jerseys look like, uh, you know, the the jerseys they sell at the team store that they're trying to market towards women, as if women want these fake letters. No, I want a real jersey. Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like they're trying to pass that off on everyone. You would think it would get rectified before opening day, but who knows with you know, I, I, I just like blaming Rob Manfred for that one. That one seems like well, he we gave you five-year few-
4: notice. Aren't you happy? Give us all five-year notice of retirement.
1: Yeah. Well. Thanks for the heads up. There's a new CBA at the end of the 2026 season. Also, oh, he
4: is still going to be part of that yeah. one. Too.
1: So we'll see about 2029. Oh, they might want to okay. run him out even before that.
4: Yeah. Cause the, the, the Las Vegas situation with the Oakland A's, that's not as done as everybody thinks it is. Like, it seems like that no. there's a hiccups there. If and then, there's a
1: work stoppage, uh, which would you know, benefit the owners. I would imagine that's, you know, they can handle it more than the players can. Maybe that I'm going to retire is because you are really going to hate me by 2027. If I take baseball away from you for the second time (sighs) and you screwed the pooch, when it came to COVID, you had the summer waiting for you and you decided to pass on that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
4: When I say survive, obviously it will still be there, but truly like from a popular, can it, can baseball survive another true, strike. I mean, with where it's at in the sports world now. And I I do think think, credit to Manfred on one thing. I I do think the pitch clock was great. And I do think the expanding of the playoffs, especially being here in Kansas city. I don't, I don't know why if you're in Kansas city, you, you wouldn't like expansion of postseason, given where this market is situated in in the grand scheme of things for baseball.
1: Yeah. I'm fine. If you want to expand the postseason. of course you just, you got to lop off a lot of games in the regular season. Um, yeah, I listen. Um, the CBA—it's going to come down to the salary floor and a soft salary cap, yeah. or maybe even a hardening of the current uh, soft salary cap. So, yeah, that—that's that, that's coming down the pike.
4: I'm—are uh, you going to get a, a jersey with the Quick Trip patch? There was already the, the freak out of that was funny to me. Now, look—it's—it's it's noticeable, but that's the whole point, right? For the for the client, for the for the corporate sponsor, and more revenue yeah, for hey, the team. Whatever. Uh, the, 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 that's everywhere. Where, NBA. Where, yeah. I didn't really pass that. I thought. I, can you name, I guess to the point of, it's you're not going to notice it after a while. Anyway, what other, can you even name a sponsor that was on any other MLB teams, Jersey last year? We looked it up because I'm like, if it was so noticeable, you'd think I'd be able to tell you how annoying it was on the Cleveland guardians and, and, and these other teams.
1: No, no, I'm thinking of NBA. Yeah. Uh, NBA I,
4: I, definitely, I can, you can picture some
1: of those, right? right? Which is exactly what the companies want. <laughs> you know, you, you right. become synonymous, with that organization, uh, no. But this is again, this is what Major League Baseball has to do. It's what the NBA has to do because they're all vying for a very, very, very distant second behind the NFL. Uh, if you compare any business, most businesses to the NFL, it's going to look like that other business is is dying. Uh, baseballs going to be fine. They just need to continue to adjust because that's what the NFL's done better than anyone is constantly tweaking, not being beholden to your past.
4: Yeah, and if the Royals are winning, nobody's going to care that there's a giant red QT no. patch on, on the uniform. No, I had that, sem- QT
1: pizza again today.
4: Yeah, there you go. It's it, it makes a lot of sense. And the NFL, within the next 10 or 15 years, I'm still convinced we'll have
1: the same thing on their jerseys. Can you give me a dollar amount for that? Right. The I- NFL so huge that as you're saying that, I'm like, I don't even think they need that.
4: But whenever but- they're tapped at quote-unquote tapping, you know, right now they've new gambling money, now Amazon's going to pay $130 million or whatever it is I saw for a wildcard game next year. When when those options are maxed out and the, even if the international, like at some point down the road, they always have in their back pocket for each team, they could they could sell a jersey patch easily. And
1: then another one on the back of the helmet.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah no. I know fans hate hearing that, but that's that's the business side of it. Yeah, I, I
1: also hate calling Arrowhead Anything other than just calling it Arrowhead. But, hey, you got to keep up with the Joneses, and money needs to be made.
4: Josh Vernier, Royals Insider, hanging out with me till 2 o'clock. Royals baseball on the air for the first time this year, coming up at 2 o'clock, as well as the Royals take on the Rangers. Up next, though, I do want to talk a little Chiefs football with Vern, some of the big moves that could come very, very soon. And Drew's got a random question of the day for us.
3: The spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. Up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com. Blinds.com, rules and restrictions may apply.
4: Back here, Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Drew Nixon with you. Cody back with us on Monday. We got Josh Fernier, our Royals insider, hanging out for the rest of the show. Random question of the day coming up in about eight minutes. I do want to pass this along. We were going to talk about some big moves that could happen for the Chiefs maybe the first one of the offseason, but th- this is significant news that just happened in the NFL. It's now confirmed there was a lot of speculation about what the salary cap could be, you know, would it be 243 million? 255.4 million is the new cap for this upcoming year. That's a $30 million increase. It's never had an increase like that in the NFL. Plus there's an additional uh 70 million for performance-based incentives. But think about that $30 million increase for, and we're talking so much about Chris Jones and what a contract could look like, and would you be willing to understand that in two years, maybe the final year of a Chris Jones deal, he's not the same type of player. Are you Are you good with that? If it's going up $30 million, which we now know it is, which is more than they had even projected internally when they're doing their yearly, you know, they're looking two years, three years down the road, I think there's even more... Push from the fan base, certainly now, probably, to get this thing done with Chris Jones. You, to me, you can make this happen if you're now going to have 8 to $10 million more in cap space than you thought when you were projecting out this year. That's sure. a
1: huge number. And the salary cap is somewhat fungible in uh, the way that you move money around and move it to sure. a bonus. What does that third year look like with Chris Jones? I don't mean performance. Yeah, I mean, money-wise. Yeah, I mean,
4: I, could you pay him to go away? So we compared it to the Aaron Donald deal, right? So everybody maybe remembers after the Rams won the Super Bowl against Cincinnati, they gave Aaron Donald a three-year extension, and it was like $95 million. And so we looked at what has he been since and what's the money. There's two years of dead money uh, at the end of it. So his, this is the final year that he's actually under contract, and then there's still two more years where they'll have like sixteen and then $8 million against the cap. And so we were saying, are you good with – that And by the way, Aaron Donald, not being a double digit sack guy along the way, if I told you Chris Jones next year, still the same dominant player, uh, and maybe you only have 12 to 15 million on the books in year one, and then year two and three, it gets up to $33 million, $35 million or, or something like that. I, I if Pete said no, a lot of fans have said yes. I just think when we're now seeing the salary cap be even higher than anybody thought suddenly 30 million dollars a year from now. We know next year Vernon it's going to go up another right. 20 million. Pete and others say no because of Legereus? because of the concern of production down the road, right? That you have that money tied up and as much as
1: So it's, where does it's the money go then? if, if you don't yeah. give it to Chris, where does it go?
4: Yes, well, Legarius Sneed. If they tag him, it's just eighteen point eight million dollars. So nineteen million dollars on the yeah, books. Right. So yeah, you're you're good. I, sure. I would just tag him and maybe not even do a long term deal with Legereus Sneed. No but way. But the number right. Pete threw out for Legereus was uh, three years, and it would be what what drew forty five million dollars or so. I think was the the number. Charvarius Ward signed a three year forty million dollar contract, and we figure that Sneed's better and. Mm-hmm. Fast forward two years on the mm-hmm. deal and, and, and the way the NFL has gone. But I, I this this to me is good news for the Chiefs to see where the dollar amount is is at. Where, where, do you, where are you on the priority for this football team? They're going for a three-peat, and how would you attack the offseason? Because I still want them to take a broader approach. Don't jeopardize two years from now just for this particular season. I think they've done a good job of putting the best possible team out there without doing what the Rams did a couple of years ago, which is kind of screwing themselves for right. three or four years down the road.
1: Yeah, I'd bring... Sneed or Jones back on a one-two year deal, of course. I think anyone yeah. would do that. Uh, three years, I'd be willing to go there with Chris Jones. I don't think I feel that way about Legarius Sneed. Outside of that, man, I'm. I'm. Here are the keys to the draft. Let's just Brett Veach's track record <laughs> kind of speaks for itself. To where, man, you you need to be not only a monster on the field but in my opinion a key cog in the locker room and in the huddle as well for me to pay you big Chris Jones fits that billing Lageria Sneed seems to fit that billing uh, but I think 22 fits that billing as well so he can hold it down for 38 if we got to let him go
4: yeah because the thought is in two years you got to pay McDuffie maybe and right. so if you did a three-year deal for Sneed now All right, and depending on what's guaranteed in the last year, you could set yourself up for at least three more years, two more years of having McDuffie and Snead together. Like That's the the advantage of doing that. I I just look at the defense, and unless you can tell me that the money you're not going to give to Chris Jones is then going to be to go pay a Mike Evans and others, then you have to make sure you ramp up the offense that if you're going to take a step back, which you would, without Chris Jones. I, I don't know if they go from being the number one, number two defense to... 20th without Chris Jones. No, they got too much talent. Spags is spags. But if they fall back to 13th, we all know this offense can't be what it was this year. This offense has to be back to what we're used to in KC, and that requires going out and spending some money. So that that's the – what would you rather them do, I guess? Would you rather them say, hey, we're going to make sure defensively we're in a very similar spot as we were top five defense. Offensively, we're going to improve, but maybe we can't make the huge leap that, that we would financially. I, I just wonder if the $30 million – increase versus $20 million increase in cap actually allows them to do both.
1: Yeah, listen, no knowledgeable Chiefs fan or certainly no one over there at Arrowhead would get um, confused with how dominant that defense was. Can you, can you duplicate that defense again? It's it's one of the, what, five best defenses this century? Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't get enough credit
4: for that, but it is.
1: I don't know if you can run that back. I know Mahomes can be great again next year and will be great. I think 87 will be great. Four is only going to get better. I know I'm taking a step back defensively. No, even if you bring Chris and Legereus back, I, I I just don't. We never saw Ray Lewis's defense as good as it was in one. I don't think you're going to see a chief's defense as good as it was last year. I'm, I'm bringing it back to Mahomes and this is your team We're forever paying you to lead us to the postseason defense did it last year. And of course you came up big and you're a stud, um, but this needs to be an offensive first team. And I think that's is the direction moving forward because you're not going to be able to match what that defense was last year. I had it's always going to take a step back. So the offense needs to come.
4: Back. Absolutely. I always said, looked at what didn't happen before this past year, which was not the long-term deal for Chris Jones. And I assume that was kind of the end of it that if they weren't willing to do it when he was a year younger, and this year he actually had, what, five sacks less than he had, why would they now come up and meet him to the dollar amount that he wants? I'll be honest, seeing the the updated number today, though, makes me wonder, like, well, that might be why, because they actually have more money than they thought based on the salary cap, as we just learned from the NFL, if you're just tuning in, that the, the cap is going to increase in unprecedented $30 million instead of, you know, the $20 to $22 million that everybody
1: thought. Maybe this is the baseball guy in me. I love the intangibles and the importance of the clubhouse and who are the fountains and who are the drains and all of that. But don't you, I I do, don't you view Chris Jones differently today than you did one year ago at this time? I thought he was a Hall of Fame talent, a Hall of Famer last year at this time. Uh, This year, though, man, to me, he feels more like the Mahomes, Kelsey, Mount Rushmore chiefs type of player to where you lose that in the locker room. Yes. Everyone else is a champion. I, I don't know how you replace. I don't know. You don't replace you don't, it on yeah, the field. Yeah. I don't know how you replace it in the locker room. I wonder at this point in
4: the locker room, if they have enough of guys developing on defense to step up to, to where you can feel easier now than you yeah. could a year ago, you know, Trent McDuffie, if, if LaJarrious scene is part of this, if Trent McDuffie You know, I I wonder if you've got enough there, Spags, obviously. I I wonder if you have enough that you can do that now. Maybe you couldn't a year or so ago. But to your point, I mean, Chris Jones... Now that he's got three rings, to me, he could retire tomorrow. He's a Hall of Famer. Yes. I think he's he's part of a dynasty. You got three rings. You were an all-pro during that stretch. You've had double-digit sack seasons. Like, I, I think he's an all-pro no matter what, which mm-hmm. is why I wonder, from his mind, what is he thinking about this? We always approach these free agency conversations as if, what do the Chiefs have to do? Like, hey, how come you won't go to $30 million a year? You, you won't reach that dollar amount. What is he, what is he willing to do on top of that? And nobody should fault a player for going and getting as much money as possible, but is he willing to go get the deal that, that he thinks he's
1: worth? Someone will pay him that. No doubt. I, I mean, that's just it, for the it, press conference, yeah. <laughs> right? So. Just, just to have that guy yeah. holding up that Jersey, you win your fan get base over yeah. win your fan base over and you win the off season just by that press conference. But is he willing
4: to understand that hey, if you go for the third best team, in the NFC South or whatever, are you, are you good with finishing your career that way where you Hey, you're going to be fat and happy. I mean, you're getting paid, but you're not probably winning another ring in your career. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know that answer. He's got that to me will be what he has to decide. If I'm the chiefs, I, I still, as I said earlier, would wonder like what changed now that you're willing to meet the number. Unless again, it is just that, Hey, look, the cap went up way more than we thought. We think we can pull this off now.
1: Yeah. Thinking of, multiple time champions on the defensive side. I can't think of many, if any, that take the hometown discount that say I'm chasing rings. They do at the end, junior, say Rodney Harrison. They go to that team to try and get the ring. But once you have three to me, if you have that, that right old vet around you that that's telling you, you got to go get, I, I think you got to go get that money because how many times do we see 20 years after retirement? So-and-so's Look at the Adrian s- Peterson stuff this week selling look, all their stuff because they everybody don't really care about
4: it. Everybody handles their money differently. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying every guy that had the big deal went broke or anything, but, but yeah, we just saw the Adrian Peterson stuff this week where even though he's pushed back and he claimed he didn't give him permission to sell his, his trophies. There are reports that maybe he's dealing with some financial issues and all that. You, yeah. You, you have a, a small window. Yes. It's massive amounts of money that we can't even fathom. But their earnings window is eight years. You know, I think the average earnings window in the NFL for norm- average players is, you know, like four years. Chris Jones is going to have a 10-plus year NFL career. And the
1: fourth trophy doesn't change his He's... pocketbook, doesn't change his checking account. It really doesn't change much other than it'll give him another ring to sell in 20 years <laughs> to give his grandkids even more money.
4: So we'll see. But I do think it's positive news uh, to see the salary cap go up more than we
0: actually thought. Random question for you, Vern, for you gold, we'll have a uh, Quentin here. If he wants to talk about it too. Ah, and we the, got Q over there, the text line as well. nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Uh So we talked about it a little bit yesterday to end the show. I, I briefly mentioned it. Uh, the Padres were doing a little mini mic thing as the players were coming out onto the field. We got it. We
4: got to cut out the mini mics, by the way, these things are absurd.
0: The, uh, the <laughs> topic of, or the question of choice is best French fry. And a, a majority of the players seem to go crinkle cut. Actually, uh, who answered? But there was also a shoestring, regular fries, which I would assume are like McDonald's yeah. fries, waffle fries as well. But uh, the random question is: State what fries. What fries are steak yeah. fries? What fries is your go-to fries?
4: Well, I'll tell you the one it definitely is not. It's not shoestring. That just reminds me of elementary school soggy fry. Those shoestring sucks. <laughs> those, those are terrible fries. Crinkle is really good if they have to be fresh though. Like every fries better fresh. But specific- are you thinking of specific ones at each, like, shoestring? Are you thinking... I'm thinking elementary school crap. Where, okay. t- where have you gone outside of school that has good shoestring fries?
0: Uh, I feel like... Doesn't Shake Shack? Steak and Shake has them. Steak and Shake.
4: I, That's the, what are, I'm thinking has them? Those are... No, no, no. no. I, those aren't... Sho- I'm thinking shoestring is like the... Oh, oh cur- you're thinking curly? curly. Fries.
1: Yeah, yours. That's curly. That, that is different. Be, what am, yeah,
4: one might. No, the the oh. shoes. Yeah, the thin ones. Yeah. Oh, those yeah. are phenomenal. Super thin ones. You
1: can get like eighteen of them. And okay, just, I'm
4: just getting confused dang. then. I'm thinking. At, okay, maybe I'm thinking of Arby's of, curly.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Those, Arby's, Arby's curly. curly are good.
1: Shout out Arby's. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
4: okay. Yeah, I got that confused then because I was like, no, those are those are terrible. But Crinkle has to be fresh. Otherwise, uh, they might be the worst.
1: Culvers and I, I think a Culver is what I think of.
0: Like Raisin K- Cane's yeah. has the Crinkle Fries, too, Ooh, don't they? Yes, they do. And those those are solid. Yeah, yeah. You don't have uh, waffle fries too often other than Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I mean, there's not. Back
4: in the day, you guys remember Backyard Burgers? You, you guys have back, did they have that around up in Michigan or anything, like in Milwaukee? Uh, no, I don't. Backyard Burgers, I don't think they exist anymore, but they had pretty good waffle fries. You could even get the Kool-Aid burst drink to go with it as a kid. That oh. was top-notch stuff right there. Yeah, waffle fries, the only time I get them is Chick-fil-A. And usually Same. they're always
1: fresh there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. normally. Wendy's strong. Yeah. Wendy's fries. I'm sorry Seattle. that I'm just naming I'm, I'm restaurants, the, but I'm, that's what I think.
4: I'm of. out on the Wendy's fries. Really? Well, yeah. Well, because Wendy's
1: promises that they're <laughs> fresh or whatever now. Where,
0: where McDonald's, it is a coin flip. But if you get them right. <laughs> if you get them right, McDonald's, get them right fries McDonald's fries are, are, banging. are banging. They're good.
4: Oh, there's still nothing. You better but hope eat. nobody's watching. Yeah, I mean, if those are hot,
1: the the McDonald's fries, they are, they are simply the best. They're seasoned as well. There's the... Uh, like garlic fries, they put the parmesan. Man, there's at a ballpark. You yeah, go to a
4: Royals game, yeah. you get the season fries.
1: I'll be honest. Anything starch <laughs> is right up my alley. Potato <laughs> chips, uh, fries. I, I, I just eat like a absolute teenager. So the best fry, one fry for the rest <laughs> of your life. I gotta go tried and true. I, I gotta take Macdos. Give me the McDonald's. Yeah. I think that's... Uh, a fresh, of course, yes. Yeah.
4: That's, But I do think some fries hold up better when they're not fresh, which does that make them actually the better fry overall? You know what I mean? I do. I do know <laughs> so, what you mean, yes.
1: Because my <laughs> wife always has extra in her car, and if it's... Yeah, Wendy's, I'll horse those down.
4: Uh, like, I'll be honest, so Burger King, their fries, when they are not fresh... Rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, there's, like, and three of them stuck they, together. I you know, swear, like, man, look, look, and I and actually... Do like Burger King's hamburgers uh, underrated, but they will pour, and I'm on video. This Gatorade that I'm holding, Powerade, they will just pour salt, and just I swear they just hold it above <laughs> oh, it when they're not fresh, definitely. and it just sits Jeez. there, and they're just pure salt. They're not any good. Yep.
0: Uh, keyword is yours.
2: I don't know how much I can add to this conversation. because I've actually never had a McDonald's French fry. <laughs> <laughs> just, what? Yeah, I know. Just hold like, on. Uh,
0: <laughs> have you had McDonald's? You're a spy. Uh, I've never
2: He's had a spy. I've never had a McDonald's hamburger either. So wow. I don't know how much I can how add It's pretty see. cool, actually. I mean, good for you, actually. Yeah. Do, you,
4: do you not eat fast food? Uh, not
2: really. And and when I do, it's you, bro. it's Wendy's. Like, that's my go-to. And it's like, I know what I want at Wendy's. Chicken the only, nuggets, spicy? You, yeah, there yep. you go. See? see, the only time I went to McDonald's is uh, when I lived up in Maryville. And they had the dollar McNugget thing, the McChicken. Oh, and uh, it's great. yeah, that when that was on the dollar menu, me and my, my buddies made many a midnight runs to the McDonald's to get them nice. the them. Look, you're healthier than
4: all of us right, clearly yes. right away, Inspect by, this, yes. but
1: I just can't get over that to not because like, your ever, family ever had McDonald's anyone in your family ever had McDonald's. No,
2: nah, we just, that's just not, I don't know. <laughs> <Never>. expect, not <laughs> as a kid, cool. not as uh, wow. it's a flex. I mean, the only time I've never could, had a happy meal, I mean, that's impressive on your meal. parents.
1: Cause I know my mom countless times oh, yeah. went, all right, <laughs> you're driving me nuts. Here's a happy meal. Go run around in those <laughs> disease ridden <laughs> slides. Have you had the fries at Joe's
2: at uh, like
4: barbecue? You know, yeah. like the oh, unbelievable yeah, yeah. season fries. Oh, yeah.
2: I those mean, are, are top. Oh, those yeah. are I top mean, tier. Yeah.
0: Top tier fries. If we're, if, we're, if we're talking fast food, I'm I'm going with five guys,
2: five guys is. Yeah. But that's more like fast casual.
0: Yeah. had a true. bad
1: hangover experience with five guys oh. one time. And I can't get <laughs> oh, past no. it. And it. Now, whenever I think of five guys, I just, I think of that Monday morning. You yeah.
4: I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just still stunned with it. I, I can't get, I mean, again, it's impressive. I just, like, how, I imagine
1: Q and his family yeah. driving by McDonald's and they're like, over what is 100, that? Billion sold, or 100 billion sold, 100 billion served. And they're like, really? A hundred billion people have been there. We've never <laughs> been there. Okay. All
4: right. Good for them. They must be doing well. I, I mean, I kind of just want to now find out what else have you not had that I right. thought was
0: just Taco Bell. Yeah. Have you already- oh,
2: I love Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, don't even nah. Taco Bell. I'll smash that dude. I don't even So care. like, b-
1: yeah,
0: have you had right. Taco Bell's fries?
2: Taco. Oh, the, I, have the the I have not. I have not.
4: I've had the nacho fry. I just don't know how. If you you spent your entire life in the United States of America, right? <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> and you're in how Did old? Did you, you live in
1: a jungle <laughs> in your adolescence? I'm 24.
4: Man. Well, his arteries are better than ours.
1: Well, how about some maybe uh, you know a slow day in the summer? You and Cody. Drew, take him out to McDonald's. <laughs> I think it is. I mean, he's Mike's the last person alive I mean, if, if that I, hasn't I, had McDonald's. Let's see what he thinks. We, I bet you he loves we it. Just get, we just get it's video of him going and order his first quarter pounder and fry. And you know how frustrating it is when you go there and someone's looking at the menu like they've never seen it before, and you're like, it's freaking McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, hurry order up. what you want. Yeah. It'll actually make sense with him. He's never seen it before. I feel
4: like we just gotta get you a happy meal. Like make up for lost time. That's what that's what you need to order, is a happy meal. And and all that. Make sure you get a, a, a toy and everything.
1: Are they still giving toys? Are you even sure about that?
4: I mean, I haven't. I don't know. I think they are. I would imagine. I would imagine we'll they're still. Get you still.
0: a McFlurry too, so you can try that.
4: McFlurry, Guess Remember back in the day, they had all, the, the all American meal.
0: You remember the all American
4: meal? No, no. Oh, you don't. remember? I don't remember that. Uh-uh. You could, it was True. basically like a burger and a fry, but there was a. It was just called like an all American meal. You could oh, get well, there sure. too.
1: Well, I'm but an American, yeah. All I can Amer- piece that together. <laughs> I first, yeah. I like,
2: well, fries, and a Coke. First, like, I'm an American. I've yeah. had fries. Ice <laughs> cream. I guess I'm not American. I guess that's what we've
4: been I will doing. say that it's, it's making people question the It's got to be a
1: top five things to prove that you're an American. I've had McDonald's. Not even an American. McDonald's is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be global, one in Antarctica. It's a global
2: thing. That's incredible. Good in, for you, man. In terms of the fry, I don't know. I want to break uh, it, though like when you go to the bar and they've got those like they're almost like double cooked fries they are kind of like that light brown and they're like uh, got cooked. the crispy outside I'm like thinking ketchup. of like hot
1: fries in the in the bag that you get at the gas you know what station you talking about Drew? Cheese. The, the way it's, it's
0: like they're double fried is what you're
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the those are the ones that I want. I there, want a nice a,
0: They're they're cri- they're so crispy that you you oh, can like bite pub right pub through pub fries or, or yes. you know like yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, those, those
0: are solid. I don't know if that's what
2: they're officially yeah. called. I don't know fine. what they're called either, but uh, I, I want a nice category. crispy outside and fluffy inside. So <laughs>
4: Go to McDonald's and yeah. get back at no me. No kidding, please. Somebody oh, drop off Everybody McDonald's fries had- and burgers now.
2: I don't oh, know. At this man. point, would my system reject it? No. You know?
1: Well, everyone's system rejects <laughs> it. <laughs> Real food, but... Yeah. It's all right. Sometimes. All right. That's the that's the, that random, the random
0: question,
4: I, which was weird because at one point today I was going to ask you, and now I know the answer is no, which you have KFC's rolling
0: out have you, uh, a a sandwich, but it's called a chizza, a chizza or whatever, chicken patty, and yes. then pepperoni and yeah. cheese on top of so it. Basically. Chicken
4: fillets, basically like the, you know, fried chicken fillets, but with cheese and then pepperonis
1: on top. If someone bought it for me, I'd try it, but I would never purchase that. Yeah. I'd, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll try it, but and the KFC that's near me a eh, little suspect
4: quality control, not there, huh? Yeah, no, not not across the board. No, there you go. Yeah, uh, thank you for uh, thank you for entertaining us with that cue. Uh, the text line is still enjoying everything about the uh, the, the McDonald's aspect to uh, it's the like random never question Like watching a baseball game. It's,
1: yeah, this is pledge of allegiance. <laughs>
4: what? Well, uh, yeah, I mean that, that's an all timer I really I mean, that, that's something I'm now going to remember the rest of my life that I once had somebody an intern on the show. Now not an intern, but at the time an intern of ours, Q, that never has had McDonald's.
1: So yeah, what is more? Is it ubiquitous than McDonald's? What what is?
2: I mean that's that's as American as it gets.
1: I mean Walmart. Have you been inside of a Walmart?
2: <laughs> yes, I've been inside of a Walmart. Is this going to be a list now? Do I got? to well, go Yeah, through, kinda, like, what I need to compile a list. Yes, things? of twenty things that are I thought
4: were things everybody's done in their life in America.
1: Name the first
4: president, you know,
1: like some things at, you just experience. Have you ever it. shot off a firework?
2: Yeah, but uh, I I did as a kid, like sprinklers and stuff like that, but I'm, right, I'm sparklers, good. I'll yeah, just
4: yeah.
0: Sparklers, yeah, yeah. Have you
4: ever ran through a sprinkler before? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> We're just going to go through. That's another, yeah. Have you had popsicles on the <laughs> 4th of July?
2: <laughs>
1: Do you know why the 4th of July is important?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. Uh, Is it to celebrate Ronald and his success as a businessman?
1: Mm -hmm. All right,
4: coming up next, 1 o'clock hour. Vern's hanging out with us till 2 o'clock. I want to ask him if we're acknowledging and viewing, I should say, one individual with this club the same way we did last year. Plus, Vern's got to give me some Royals bets, and I'm going to run some by him Mm -hmm. next.